0: On this episode of the Garden of Eden podcast, I sit down with Madison Westfield and we talk about our favorite comebacks for hate comments. We talk about what we love about the city of Austin and so much more. If you want to see the podcast grow, the best way to do that is to share it with your friends and make sure that you like, subscribe, and rate us on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. Let's jump into the episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Garden of Eden podcast. My name's Eden, and I'm your Mostly Fearless leader. So um, I took a mega break, and, you know, I'm just a busy person with a very busy life and some things you can't control. So I moved to California. I moved back to Texas. Well, actually, I moved from my old house with my roommate, my parents' house, went to California for three weeks, came back moved to California, then moved back to Texas. Now I'm moving again. So it's just a big fun thing, but I'm back in full effect. Everything's been good. Um, the California adventure was a little bit crazy, but we're just rolling with the punches over here. But today I have a really amazing guest and we're going to talk about a lot of fun stuff, some vegan stuff, whatever comes up. Let me let her introduce herself.
1: Hello everybody. Thank you so much, Eden, for having me on your podcast today. My My name is Madison and I am a mukbanger on YouTube. If you are unaware of what a mukbang is, it's essentially an eating show and that is what I do. And I cook all vegan meals on my channel. So if you are interested in... Somebody eat some delicious, amazing vegan food. Come check me out on YouTube and you can search Madison Mukbang. So, Madison
0: space M U K B A N G. So, how long have you lived in Austin, Madison? Well, I was born in Austin. Born? So that doesn't happen. Yeah.
1: I'm one of the originals. Um, So, I was born here in Austin when I was a toddler. I actually moved to Hawaii with my mom, and I've lived in New Mexico. And then I've been back in Austin now for
0: about 12 to 13 years. 12 to 13 years. So, you've seen it change a ton. Mm -hmm. I've been here 11 years. Yeah. Back 11 years. So, So. you knew
1: back when I-35 was actually tolerable.
0: Yeah. Sort of. (laughs) When the exits were named totally different things than they're named now. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yes, ma'am.
0: I know. How do you feel about the growth in Austin? Um, well, I, I kind of feel like it
1: was inevitable because I remember when I first moved back to Austin, I just thought it was the most magical place as a young adult in the entire world. Amazing city, amazing people, beautiful scenery. The green belt just took my breath away every time I went down there. And, um, you know, I had a ton of friends that would move down here. Uh, So I just knew that a lot of people wanted to move here. I didn't know it was going to explode like it has. Um, But, you know, it's kind of bittersweet. It's nice to have, to live in such a big city. I'm a city person. But I also feel like,
0: get out of here. This is my city. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel like it's lost any of its magic? You know, maybe feel,
1: yeah, you know, I do because I just feel a lot of the times that I'm elbow to elbow with everybody and everybody's just in a big rush to sit in traffic and go nowhere and... It's just packed yeah. everywhere you go.
0: I remember actually crying. Um, I worked at the Driscoll Hotel, which is a historic hotel for anyone doesn't know in downtown Austin. It's the oldest running hotel in Austin. And um, a big thing that we always did was send people to South Congress to see the food truck park, which was now where the JW is. And I remember crying when they Aww. told us that they were um, moving all of the food trucks from South Congress yeah. to build hotels and to nice. build businesses. Nice. That was so sad to me. Yes. That, like, something that had been original and part of Austin's charm and that people had worked so hard for um, and that everyone hung out at yeah. was going to be gone. Yeah. And it's not, like, all of the food trucks can't be in one park anymore. There's not enough space in Austin. There are little food truck parks here and there. But that was just, like, one of the coolest things. And then the other two things that, like where I felt like Austin had changed for good was when they split ACL into two weekends. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, when they started taking reservations for Hamilton Pool. Oh, I didn't even know they did that. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go anymore without reservations because it was overcrowded, and they—if an emergency were to happen, Mm. it was too crowded for them to be able to save someone. Yeah. So those are like the two like pivotal moments for me when I was like Austin's changed. Yeah. Well,
1: I lived on North or uh, South Lamar for a while, and I lived there when all of this massive growth was happening, and all of these like old school businesses that I've grown up driving by and. Going into as a child when I would come back from Hawaii for the summers, and also you know when I moved back as um, in my twenties, and seeing them all get demolished and then high-rise condos put up, right? But one of the, my favorite favorite things is I don't and I don't know if you remember this, but you know the broken spoke. Yeah. I don't know if you remember all of the like protesters and people out there because they wanted mm-hmm. to demolish that place yeah. and put a high-rise building and people stood their ground and they fought for that place and it's still there to this yeah, day it's still there. so it's really cool to like you're driving by and on one side is a high-rise condo and then <laughs> little like broke down building and then right next to it's another high-rise condo so it's pretty cool to have like that you know real heart of austin still there
0: we just hit over two million between austin and all of its subsidies oh my god <laughs> it's crazy can you imagine so it's a, like that it's many people in country, mm-hmm. <laughs> 2 million people. Like that includes like Austin, Round Rock, Fugerville, Elgin, Bastrop. like our subsidies, like it would be LA, Long Beach, uh, Silver Lake, like all the little cities, but they're all like LA County. They're all Austin County. Yes. Um, or Travis County, Williamson County. They're all Austin cities. Um, so yeah, over 2 million. I can't believe it. And people moving in every single day. Yeah. Like the, the average is like one fifty. Yeah. Um, terms of like people moving in per day yeah oh my goodness I know and <laughs> the cost of living a rise in. property insane. taxes are a rise in. <laughs> yep. yeah yeah it's crazy. So that's why I originally moved to California. A lot of people are asking, well, why did you move? And I'm like, well, I was paying the same for rent in Austin that I would be paying in L.A. And not that L.A. is a better city than Austin, but at least there's a beach. <laughs> I'm like... No <laughs> thing, right? Yeah. I'm like, it has great vegan restaurants and it has a beach. So <laughs> if I'm going to be paying the same, I might as well. <laughs> but that is one amazing thing. Yeah. Well, two amazing things
1: that you said about L.A. The beach. Love the beach. And I want to go eat at every single vegan restaurant we should go
0: let's go i would (laughs) do a trip with you i would oh my gosh girl same i did it with cheyenne we just did like vegan food tour
1: (laughs) sounds like a dream
0: (laughs) um i love austin's like vegan scene but i love in la that almost every restaurant i can go in and sit down i hate sitting outside in austin
1: girl oh my gosh there is the, the vegan restaurant options for sitting in air conditioning is so minimal,
0: and that sucks. And we're a hot-ass city. Okay. It I'm- makes no sense. I don't know if people just can't afford to open, like, brick-and-mortar stores here, or if it was just the food truck charm that Austin originally had, so they stick to that kind of format, but... I, I bet you it's because, you know, they can't afford
1: the the rent yeah. for the for the space.
0: And also I wanna support the local Austin businesses, but either one it's hot or two they sell out. And I wanna be able to go any time of day mm-hmm. and sit at a menu and order anything off the yeah. menu. Oh totally. Without hearing we're out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know you're hot and crabby, but uh, we're also out. So sorry. <laughs>
0: segue just a little bit and i want to talk about well youtube and do you watch youtube a lot outside of recording youtube is my only source of entertainment me too when i hear youtubers say i don't watch youtube i'm like what (laughs) you lie you lie (laughs) what do you
1: mean yeah like did you see on the news or do you watch the show on netflix i'm like okay i'm gonna repeat myself and I mean this YouTube, but uh, like, did that's you it. see
0: the Philip DeFranco show? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's my news. Exactly. <laughs> like that's how I get all of my news is YouTube and Twitter. But I am like a YouTube person through and through. Absolutely. I'm so confused when people say that they are on YouTube, but they don't watch. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about all that. I know. I fall down the weirdest YouTube holes. Same. We all do. We've all gotten to a place in YouTube and we're like, (laughs) how did I get here? Oh my gosh, I know. (laughs) Tell me what you got, girl. So I fell down a YouTube hole the other day and I'm going to show you three or four pictures and I'm just going to show you them briefly and you can tell me, um... Your reaction. So, this is the first picture. I'll post these in the show notes, guys. This is the second picture. Okay, yeah. This is the third. Oh my gosh, where's this going? And this is the fourth. <laughs> okay, cute. Will you tell the people what you what you just saw? Uh, a bunch of what looks
1: like newborn babies mm-hmm. sleeping. They're all dolls. No! <laughs>
0: oh, you did it. They're all dolls. They're called Reborn Babies, Okay. which is a type of silicone baby doll Mm -hmm. that's weighted to feel like a baby. Mm -hmm. Um, They look like babies. They're hand-painted, and um, they're full reborn channels, and there's like my reborn morning routine, my (laughs) toddler reborn morning routine. I'm not making fun of these people because I feel like this is a hobby that I could possibly have. So they take them to the park take them to the stores and like trick people yes and um one of the ladies (laughs) she was changing her little reborn baby she's like our our reborn morning routine and she goes he was so cranky this morning i'm glad he's sleeping (laughs) and then she leaves she walks away from the changing table, and she goes it's okay he's not gonna roll off (laughs) Oh, Reborn humor. So I ended up watching like five hours. I'm sure you did. Of people unboxing Reborns, dressing their Reborns. Going to the park, going to the store. Yes. Talking to them, kissing on them. And, I mean, I get it. Like, when I pull out one of my baby dolls from, like, childhood, the first thing I do is, I kiss their head. Because I'm like, aw, you know, you used to play pretend. But they're still playing pretend. And at first, I was like, okay, this is fucking weird. But then, after a while, I was like, as grown-ups or adults, we kind of lose our imagination. Mm -hmm. And they are... Still playing pretend and creating stories and imagining things, so I was like, "It's kind of beautiful, but kind of weird too." Yeah, I can see, I can see that. And I, I've, I've watched a documentary
1: on on um, those reborns, and I didn't know it was called reborn. Mm-hmm. Um, but where they put so much detail into these babies and exact, like you can basically design what you want your baby to look like and I've done boxings that I've watched too people get super emotional about these babies like I know they'll open it up and like start crying. (laughs) It's really, it's, it is kind of cute though. Mm -hmm. I see like,
0: well, some of the mothers have like suffered miscarriages Mm -hmm. or their families that want kids, but know that kids are such a huge responsibility and they want to be able to travel still. And one lady was like, I love babies, but I just can't deal with, the crying and mm-hmm. I know that I can't pick a child that's gonna be quiet and well behaved and I know I'm just not made out for that. So I hold my baby. It's nice to feel like the weight on your chest and like they even have ones that like breathe a little. What? Yeah, they have like breathing mechanisms. That's in insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my latest. <laughs> YouTube hole, YouTube hole yeah. that I fell down just
1: like two days ago. Now I'm honestly gonna. I like want to go watch some videos on it. Now that yeah. you can that. <laughs> I'm gonna go travel down that
0: hole when I get home. <laughs> I was really glad that when I showed you the pictures, you didn't say she showed me dolls. <laughs> no, they look like I was hoping babies. that you thought they were babies. Yeah, I tried oh, to sure. find really realistic looking ones.
1: Yeah, that's insane. The
0: like. As far as, like, YouTube holes that I go down, I go
1: down a lot of, um, Dr. Phil and Steve Wilkos. show. I, I, like, can't help it because I, like, have this, like, love-hate for Dr. Phil because, like, I love him for his entertainment value that he provides, but he, but at the same time, like, he's also, like, super exposing these people for their problems, but I, like, can't look turn away. It's, like, watching a train wreck. Everybody loves a train wreck, right? <laughs> so that's that's like a YouTube hole that I often go down.
0: The thing about YouTube holes, I feel like you remember them for a few days, but you're so embarrassed that you got there mm-hmm. that Seriously. you block it out of your memory. <laughs> so I <laughs> So I can't even remember the last one before this current one yeah. that I fell down. So Madison and I were having this really long off-camera conversation, and we started talking about mukbangs, which Madison says there's no wrong way to say mukbang. There isn't. Mukbang, mukbang bong, bing bong, whatever you want to say. <laughs> a lot of people are like embarrassed to say that they watch Mm -hmm. mukbangs which I've always said I'm not embarrassed to say that I watch them I just don't like super loud exaggerated mukbangs like if someone smacks naturally I'm not as annoyed Mm -hmm. by it but if you can tell that they're smacking on purpose then I get annoyed. Right. It's it's different for everybody. I am not a
1: quiet eater. Yeah. And I will, you know, it's not that I over-exaggerate because I love food and I get excited. I'm just not afraid to hold back. And I will smack and slurp and <laughs> go, mmm, mmm, it's so good, you know. So, you know, yeah. to each
0: his own. I'm like a mess eater. Like, I always have food all over my face. Same. I'm always dropping things on myself. <laughs> yes. I know that about you. <laughs> and I do smack. Like, I'll catch myself smacking, and I'll be like, oh, girl, you're smacking. And I used to, my mom always used to get on to me mm-hmm. when, it, when I was young mm-hmm. about smacking. So I think, like, subconsciously, I'm like, you're not supposed to smack because I've mm-hmm. always been told to with your mouth closed, yes. like, yes. the whole time growing up. And I used to tell my mom, I can't because I have a deviated septum. I'm like, I can't breathe if I choose oh, to with my mouth closed. <laughs> um, but I'm one of those people, you know, like, I think there's a name for it, where the sounds of eating drive you insane. Okay, so it's like the opposite of, like, ASMR eating. Yeah. Where it's not enjoyable, mm-hmm. where you get,
1: like, the tingles or whatever. But it's
0: not as bad on video, but, like, in the office, if someone's eating, like, an apple mm-hmm. or kettle chips... <laughs> like my eye starts to twitch yeah when it's like when it's not
1: a voluntary thing like you're not putting on a video to to watch somebody you're like in a quiet space and all you hear is this dude's crunch over there and you're just trying to like focus on something on your computer you're like no you need to stop
0: The way my sister eats french fries in the car, every time, I'm like, I'm going to hurt you. Because she crunches down the whole fry, like, all the way down.
1: My my stepdad uh, loves bananas, and he would eat bananas, and the smack from the bananas, Still makes my ears want to bleed and I haven't heard of bananas since I was a kid. Oh, it's the worst.
0: <laughs> but like I said, I do like mukbang videos because they're long mm-hmm. and you can like do stuff while listening. You get recipe ideas. You get to- being authentic because it's just whatever comes to their mind. I'm sure Mm -hmm. some people have topics planned out, but it's just like an authentic version of a person. Mm -hmm. What do you think the appeal or the reasons, I know it's different for everyone, but the reasons that people may watch McClellan's? Well, I think... When I
1: first started watching mukbangs, like, I remember it just came up in, like, a recommended video Mm -hmm. on YouTube, and I said, what's, what's that? And I clicked on it, and,
0: um... I'm going to stop you for a second. Who was the first mukbanger you saw? I can't even remember. I can make one up. (laughs) I think mine was Mommy (gasps) Tang. Mommy Tang! I love her! She was one
1: of the first mukbangers that I watched, definitely, because... Excuse me, I remember uh, seeing that her videos were vegan and um, I thought it was really cool that she cooked on camera and cooked her own food and she had her kids running around and she didn't I mean, she's just like you said, super authentic. I think a large part of the appeal in terms of what people like about mupons is everybody loves food (laughs) for the most part. Everybody eats food and when you Think about going out and do, doing something social with your friends and family. What is one of the first things you think of going out to eat, right? So I think people find a lot of comfort and relaxation also in watching people eat um, on YouTube and in mukbangs. And I certainly do, too. I really like um, watching people eat and watching what they eat choose to eat how they eat especially people who do um their own cooked meals on their mukbangs i'm kind of obsessed with those i love watching people um cook their own food and eat their own meals and like you said get recipe ideas and things like that so
0: why do you think that people are embarrassed about watching mukbangs or where the hatred comes from because I'm sure you get the comments. I get the comments, too. I don't do, like, traditional mukbangs, but I eat a shit ton in my videos, mm-hmm. and I'll get the comments, like, this is disgusting. Yeah. Why are you eating on camera? Yeah. No one wants to hear you chew. Yeah. Like, all of the, like, vile yeah. comments you get. Okay. Where do you think that hatred or disdain or even embarrassment, because I feel like half of those people probably enjoy them. But they're they're embarrassed to enjoy them, so they leave nasty comments. You know, I don't know why
1: people entirely are embarrassed to, or have, like, this disdain for watching people eat. Um, I think... For the most part, a lot of people find it strange, at least people that I tell in my real life. Um, I'll tell them about my YouTube, and then I'll say, Okay, I just want to preface this by saying I do eating shows and kind of watch their face, kind of like their eyes squinch together, look at me quizzically, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I, I, I don't know why people... Go to especially like even like my channel like I'm a mukbang bong channel I only do eating shows um, so I really don't know why people come over to my channel knowing that I'm gonna be eating on camera and get all triggered and <laughs> leave these comments I'm like hey dude you came here I didn't I didn't find you so um, I I don't know why people don't like it I guess they just don't like watching people with. Watching people that don't have, like, perfect etiquette and stuff like that maybe triggers them. I don't know.
0: Maybe they're mad at themselves. (laughs) I feel like that's what all hate comments come down to. People seeing others do things they wish they could do. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily consider that jealousy. I just... Feel like people get insecure when they see someone being open or their authentic self when they're wanting to be their authentic self. Yeah. And even if it's not necessarily they want to be on camera eating. Yeah. There's something that they wish they were doing, and they see you doing the thing that you're doing that you love, yeah. that maybe others wouldn't do. Yeah. And it's it brings out insecurity.
1: Well, I think any kind of negative projection on somebody else is just somebody screaming, you know, I'm hurt and I want to tell you about how you're not great. So there, you know what I mean? Um, and that's, you know, I'm like you and I both, we both get it on our YouTube comments and. I never take offense to them. Mm-hmm. I always respond with something really nice, or I'll say, they'll say, oh, you're disgusting, and I can't believe you, and
0: shut the hell up, and blah, 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 and I'll just say, do you, do you need a hug, or? I was going to ask what your your favorite comeback. <laughs> do you need a hug
1: is one of them, or, you know. I'll say, I'm really sorry I upset you. I
0: hope you feel better
1: soon. Like, heart emoji.
0: (laughs) Mine is, I think we should see other people. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. I like that one. other people this relationship clearly isn't working for either mm-hmm. one of us yeah. so I think it's time that we call it quits let's move on yeah Both of us. <laughs> That's so cute. I like that so Madison and I were getting ready to talk about our few our favorite beauty brands and I was saying how recently I pared down my makeup even before I went to California I got rid of like all of my shades of matte lipsticks because I just bought them because other people have them and I hate the way that they feel on my lips I like a glossy lip. I like a lipstick. So I was talking about how I feel like YouTube, especially like beauty channels and beauty hauls. Um, Madison may have different feelings on this. I'm just saying what I feel. Um, They make you addicted to makeup. You want to purchase every new thing. Mm -hmm. And I felt like I had so much stuff and stuff that I couldn't use I could never in a lifetime use everything that I had and sorry that's my boyfriend texting the boy, the boy. my boy someone told me why don't you call him, him the man he is a man <laughs> not a boy <laughs> you're like no. And so I'm like no he's not my man friend he's <laughs> a boyfriend Yeah. you go exactly <laughs> yeah. um, and it was just like almost gross like I couldn't use everything that I had mm-hmm. and I was tired of going out and spending all this money, and I had laid out all my makeup, and I was like, "This is easily ten thousand dollars."
1: So easily, so it's so easy to spend several several hundred dollars a month on, on makeup because you do see the the new um, shades of matte liquid lipsticks that are like a sh- smidge warmer than the shade that you already have, and you're like, no, need it, gotta have it. And those are, like, 20 bucks a pop. And um, it's really easy to fall into that to that mindset of wanting it all, the new, the new, 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 new. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, you know, that's all marketing, and that's all these businesses promoting their products through YouTubers and things like that, because they want, you know...
0: Consumerism yeah, 101. Absolutely.
1: And... Um, you and I were talking about how, um, we feel like it's like an addiction and there's just, we just have so much stuff and I have definitely, definitely stopped purchasing so much makeup. And what that forced me to do is go through all of the makeup that I've had and use it. Yeah. Okay. Like it's older and it's not the brand new thing, but, um, it feels really good to actually use up mm-hmm. makeup before I go buy more.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it makes me think of things that I actually love. Mm-hmm. Like, there are so many things when I was going through, I was like, oh, I use this one time for a video. Or I like this a little bit, mm-hmm. so I bought another foundation, and I like that a little bit about another foundation (laughs) it's just like an endless circle so now I have like my two foundations one's a drugstore one one's a high end one Mm -hmm. and I just repurchase those and like using something up feels great and it's like my favorite shade and then I go and I repurchase that same shade because Mm -hmm. it looks great on me and I love it Yeah. and I don't know something's like really like gratifying about Mm -hmm. just going through and using the things that you have instead of feeling like Mm -hmm. you need the new thing all of the time Yes, absolutely. And 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 you don't. Like, you're going to be fine if you don't yeah. have the brand
1: new release and the brand new mm-hmm. palette and stuff like that. And
0: I so. feel like it, honestly, like, sometimes I'm, like, feel like I'm going through withdrawal. <laughs> like, when I see new things, I'm like, oh, I want that so bad. And then I look at all the other things that I'm not using, and I'm like, you want it, but you don't need it. Yeah. At all. You'll be fine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So... That's where I've gotten. I've gotten to that place. I do still buy a lot of skincare. Yeah, skincare is different for me. I feel yeah. like, and I do use skincare until it's gone. Um, but when it comes to makeup, I just repurchase a mascara or something. I'm You're- not going out doing these massive hauls like yeah. I used to.
1: You're gonna think I'm so gross. <laughs> I am like the worst at skincare. Um, I mean. Uh, th- th- the extent of my routine is like you're gonna kill me I'm sure everybody listening is gonna kill me too but um like washing my face in the shower or maybe in the morning like I totally fall asleep with my makeup on like how bad is that if you can see my face right now I know. <laughs> and I, like I'll use moisturizer that's it
0: I am different with skincare, but that's because I have very troubled skin. So you're kind of blessed. You have really good looking skin, so you can probably it's okay for you to do things yeah, like that. not right now, probably. Yeah, I used <laughs> to have, like, later. terrible cystic acne, tons of breakouts everywhere. Mm-hmm. So, for me, like, I have to wash my face. Cause Diligent super, with your mm-hmm. And then I have to use some kind of, like, tea tree oil or some kind of something to block the breakouts because I'm, like, acne-prone, oily, sensitive skin. So, I can't, like, fall asleep with my makeup on or else yeah. I wake up pimples everywhere. So... Yeah, I have to do the skincare thing. And that's why I think I'm so obsessed with skincare mm-hmm. is because after going vegan, my skin did get better. But having bad skin, well, I'm using quotes for bad skin, you know, because if you have skin that's troublesome, it's not your fault a lot of the time. You just have to like work with it and find treatments that work for you. But after having troubled skin for so long, I'm like very obsessed with keeping up routine, making sure that I wash my face in the morning, mm-hmm. that I'm using some kind of treatment, that I'm replenishing the moisture because all of the treatments pull out the moisture in your skin so that's why it's like so like it's like paramount for me yeah yeah totally Mm totally understandable because it's like I don't want to go back I don't (laughs) I don't want to have to deal with that again not because I don't like the look of acne whatever your skin is what it is but acne hurts and I don't want to deal with like the pain and Mm -hmm. all that stuff so and and in terms of like taking, if you take good care of your
1: skin, your base, then that just makes your foundation Mm -hmm. and your makeup look so much better on top of that.
0: I used to wear so many full coverage foundations and now I can wear like lightweight foundations. I stopped using matte foundations because I felt like having oily skin using something that has a little bit more moisture in it, it doesn't break down the same way that matte foundations did because it's like my foundation and my skin were battling. But now Mm -hmm. that I use products that are like more dewy or whatever, I just block. When I need to, and my skin feels a lot better. So. Yeah, and <laughs> I mean, you kind of have to oily
1: skin or not? At least living in Texas, because like I'll put on, I'll beat my mug, and I, you know, I take a look in the mirror before I walk outside in July, August, and I'm like, girl, you better work. And then I walk outside, and I get in my car, and. It I'm melting like my face is melting off and I did do all like that matte foundation and powder and all that stuff and I I, I can't (laughs) if I'm going outside so yeah definitely dewy is the way to go
0: so madison and i i know i start every segment with so but you guys know that's my favorite transition so <laughs> madison and i are gonna run over to whole foods get some vegan goodies look at what they have and i think i'm gonna get some cheese dip the honest is honest Stand. honest and cheese dip mm-hmm. so that i can make some mac and cheese because i'm a great person and i deserve it mm-hmm. and <laughs> guys soon if you like having madison on the podcast let me know do you have any parting words madison uh thank you so much
1: for having me on your podcast it's been a blast talking to you today and follow me on youtube madison rupong
0: what are your um instagram
1: Madison Mukbang. Do you have a Twitter? No, I haven't graduated to Twitter yet. Haven't graduated. It's too much for me right now. Those
0: are (laughs) your two main platforms, Instagram?
1: YouTube and Instagram, Madison Mukbang, M-U-K-B-A-N-G.
0: All right, awesome. Don't forget, if you guys have music that you want featured on the podcast, to send it to Garden of Eden Podcast at gmail.com so that I can feature you. If you have questions, you can submit them there as well. And I will talk to you guys really, really soon. And yeah. That's about all. Bye.